Good afternoon, everybody. It's John Q. Politician here, and uh, I have um, gathered you all together uh, as um, as potential volunteers, as potential voters, as potential supporters, and as potential future tax livestock, I'm afraid I'm obligated to say, in order to announce that I wish to run for the office of president and uh, under these uh, new uh, laws that uh, uh, sadly were not announced before I kind of got my whole candidacy bandwagon rolling under these new laws I must uh, fully disclose uh, what it is that I am going to be doing and uh, after I have fully disclosed it then I can go about doing it and of course I've sat down with um, my lawyer and we have gone over in fairly great detail the kinds of things that I need to tell you about that I'm going to be talking about when it comes to being a candidate and looking for your support your donations your volunteer time and of course eventually your vote uh, followed by uh, subsequent uh, crushing obedience to well, most of my whims. Now, there's uh, just before we start getting into the whole uh, what I do when I'm elected thing, I have to talk uh, uh, openly and honestly about why I'm running and what uh, has uh, propelled me to this particular uh, standpoint or why it is that I've taken this particular path in my life. And again, under the rules of full disclosure, uh, formally, I was allowed to uh, join the great horde of uh, people, of politicians, aspiring politicians, who could say with a straight face and, and a pseudo-open heart, as, as we are capable of and want to do, who could say with a straight face, verily, I have been uh, asked to run by a group of people who think that I, and I alone, can do great things for this country of ours and I do not uh, seek this office out of any ambition but merely uh, as a, um, a, uh, a slave to the public interests and at the behest of, of powerful people who believe that in my infinite wisdom and in my capacity uh, my almost zen-like capacity to levitate through the worlds of political science and, uh, and wisdom and philosophy uh, that I am going to um, uh, put my own interests aside, which are not to run for office, to have, to have great power or great wealth or great fame or great publicity, but I'm going to set these needs of mine aside and uh, simply submerge myself into the, um, the uh, squalid jello of the common good and work my way forward from there. Uh, I would have made that speech, and I had that speech, in fact, all... Um, uh, already, we were in fact my speechwriter and I just yesterday were only arguing over uh, whether it should be squalid jelly or fetid jelly uh, because uh, um, we felt that there was some uh, good uh, good linguistic sets between these two words. But uh, unfortunately, now that these laws have come down, the truth and advertising laws have come down, the full disclosure laws have come down. Uh, I am no longer uh, allowed uh, to do that because, of course if it turns out through any subsequent inquiries that are all funded at state expense and if, if found to be guilty then get charged to my account right so this is the way if you haven't heard and you know maybe you haven't been following it quite as closely as i have because it hasn't been affecting you as directly uh... if um, 
if somebody is investigated uh, and found to be guilty of violating full disclosure and conflict of interest guidelines and so on, then I have to pay for the full cost of that investigation, which means I have to pay for everyone to go and interview influential friends of mine, and Sunday, of course, will be under, uh, under sanction of perjury should they lie. So I have a fairly significant uh, personal stake, and of course now that I'm pretty much the only politician left running for this office because I think that uh, most people feel that these laws are too onerous for them to comply, but uh, I am, in fact, going to still give it a shot because I figured, hey, uh, let's uh, let's put the bald face right there, uh, the bald case before the public, and see uh, see what they say. So, in terms of why it is that I'm running, well, I've always been good with words and uh, good with people. I mean, people just sort of I have a a likability factor about me that most people don't have, and so for me it was either I was going to go into sales, but that seems like quite a lot of work or uh, I was going to uh, go into um, a politics right, as a sort of form of sales but where vague rhetoric uh, is, is, uh, it takes the place of detailed and often confusing product spec sheets. So, uh, you know, I've obviously I'm a lawyer and I've gone through that whole process. Uh, being a lawyer, I could say, has not given me an enormous amount of respect for the law, but it certainly has given me an enormous amount of respect for the way that the law can move money around uh, and call it justice. I mean, that is uh, a really, really quite wonderful thing. And uh, having sort of recognized the power that law has to move money around and call it justice, uh, I now have uh, an even greater respect for the fundamental aspect of the government, which is uh, to, uh, to move money around and call it the social good. Now, Having seen the piles of money that the state does move around, and really, literally, people, if you could see uh, the, the uh, wheelbarrows of money that are carted around on a second-by-second -second basis, the Brinks trucks, the it's like if you ever watch those water bombers open up over a forest fire, uh, think of that, but with $1,000 bills, and you'll get a sort of sense of the kind of money that's sloshing around in the state. Now, a uh, pickpocket needs uh, very light fingers. This is sort of the metaphor that we have decided upon uh, in moving this sort of forward. And uh, again, in the interest of full disclosure, I think it's important for me to sort of put this forward. But, uh, you know, a, a, um, a pickpocket needs very nimble, uh, nimble fingers. And uh, if you've ever read Oliver Twist, you know that the old, uh, I think he's an old Jew, Fagin, uh, trains these little children uh, who are, you know, smiling and cheerful urchins uh, with very, very quick and light fingers to uh, bump into people and to steal their watches and to steal their money and this and that and the other. And then they bring the money back uh, to Fagin and they um, uh, give him the majority of it to keep a portion for themselves and so on. And this uh, really is the relationship that has propelled me into the public sphere as, as, a as a politician to seek your vote as an elected official. I'm sort of both the urchin and the distraction, you know, like when somebody wants to, uh, to pick your pocket, they'll bump into you uh, so that you don't feel whatever is going on in your pocket. And also, a, um, I can't remember what, magicians call it a redirect or a misdirection or something where they have one hand doing something fluttery that draws your eye while another hand does some other thing. And so I am uh, both the thing that bumps into you and also the distraction from sort of what is, what is actually occurring. Because as we all know, uh, a politician 
uh, relative to, say, a high-priced corporate lawyer, doesn't really make, uh, on paper, <laughs> on paper, a whole lot of money. And so uh, you may recognize that since I'm a lawyer who's good with people and fairly good with language, that it would, could be said that I should be out there, uh, you know, picking the pockets of corporations and other individuals through uh, you know, class action lawsuits and so on. But instead, I have decided to run for um, uh, I've decided to run for office. Now, it is often confusing to people and something that you know the, the reason why people say, well, I'm giving up you know five hundred thousand dollars a year to make one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Uh, a lot of people, again, in the interest of full disclosure, a lot of people will think that what that means is that uh, I must be motivated by something altruistic because I'm giving up. Uh, so much money uh, in return for a smaller salary. Uh, therefore, uh, I must have some sort of um, uh, altruistic impulse or motive in terms of what I'm doing. Otherwise, why would I give up uh, all that money? Well, uh, that's not the case. First of all, when you are uh, a politician, uh, you have access to information that is uh, extraordinarily uh, valuable uh, to too many many people. Of course, you participate in a good deal uh, in the creation of a good deal of of legal of laws and regulations and so on that that cause massive amounts of money to roll back and forth in the economy. Just think of it like those those lava lamp things where the sort of oily uh, liquid, this viscous liquid, flows back and forth as it tilts. This really is what our government is all about. The money rolls back and forth like a tide based on legislation. As a political insider, you have enormous amounts of access to this kind of information, and frankly, it's uh, it's not brain surgery to set up a bunch of blind alley companies uh, and uh, or to get paid in cash and not uh, end up with um, any traceability for you to get uh, rich, right? I mean, foundations. Uh, the foundation of uh, wealth in a political context is really based on on access, information, and, and legal power, right? The legal power to, to affect legislation. So. If you think, again, in the interest of full disclosure, if you think that I'm giving up an enormous amount of salary and that speaks to my altruistic uh, motives, um, it's, not, uh, it's not the case at all. Uh, I, um, I expect to make vastly more money as a politician than um, I ever would have as a private citizen. So there's, there's sort of that. Uh, that's sort of something that I, um, I wanted you to understand, again, in the interest of full disclosure. Now, uh, uh, secondly, uh, sort of in the sort of preamble before I decide, uh, before I run, I'm telling you sort of why I'm running. Well, there are an enormous amounts of, uh, I mean, there's a shadow government. It's you. You can sort of look at it. And it doesn't mean a shadow government like there's other people who pass laws. But as far as this transfer of income goes in the government, uh, there are enormous uh, beneficiaries to uh, these kinds of income transfers. Uh, and, of course, you know the obvious ones, the defense industry, uh, the, the, the teachers, uh, unions, the uh, the bureaucrats, uh, uh, the um, uh, the people who uh, uh, manage the wheat uh, and manage the farm subsidies and manage the farms themselves. Uh, there are just massive, and there's people on welfare. There's people at the bottom tier as well. There's for the very rich and a small amount of the very poor in terms of the slice of the pie. But uh, it's it's the people who um, who really benefit from the power of the government to move money around that have uh, urged me to run. Now, they themselves can't really run for office for two reasons. One is that they, they're going to make even more money than I do, right? They're 
I'm getting the breadcrumbs from the uh, uh, the slice uh, slicing of the loaf here, but uh, they uh, they can make a lot more money, so they don't have nearly as much uh, incentive. Even with the extra money that I'm going to make under the table, they really don't have uh, as much incentive uh, because they'll just make a lot more money uh, that way. And secondly, they're not um, well, they're not very likable people, and they don't have that sort of Q factor. They don't have that sort of charisma factor that is sort of what I bring to the table, uh, a, um, you know, the silver lining to their thunderclouds of pillaging. Uh, this is sort of what I bring to the table. Uh, I put a, uh, a nice face on uh, what's, uh, what's going on under the table, right? I'm sort of the, uh, you know, like it's like if the mafia front has a, is, a, is a candy store, then I'm the kindly candy store owner that makes uh, everybody think that this could have nothing to do with organized crime. So they have sort of, they're paying me off by allowing me some breadcrumbs uh, from the hacking up of, you know, your money um, as a taxpayer. Uh, they're allowing me some breadcrumbs, and of course, I get all the publicity, and I, everybody's going to worry about what I think and what I care about. And, you know, there was a, um, uh, an article today in the paper about, uh, I think, Laura Bush, uh, George Bush's wife uh, is not that keen on some of him on, on Donald Rumsfeld or Dick Cheney or something like that. And this is a news item: what uh, a, a person's wife thinks of her husband's choice of cabinet members, without any particular moral analysis. Just you know, well, I question that judgment, but I stand by him. And of course, we need that. You know, the people who who actually get the money, who take your money, they need that kind of show, right? They need you to focus your. You know, this is the uh, the politics. The politicians are like the. Uh, uh, the waving hand of the magician to um, to redirect your attention away from the slate of hand that's actually picking your pocket. It's the bump into that uh, makes you not feel the hand that uh, grabs your cash. So uh, they need me to be uh, controversial. They need me to be personable. They need me to be uh, to arouse both uh, great um, uh, affection and great enmity, right? I mean, because uh, if I'm loved and hated, they're happy. If people are indifferent to me, then uh, they're not happy because uh, newspapers need to fill their uh, pages and uh, the media needs to fill their <laughs> 24 by 7, 500 channels. They've got to fill it with something. And just in case the, um, uh, the uh, Jean Benet uh, uh, murder investigation doesn't rear its ugly head again, they need lots of shots of me giving speeches and me talking to this and that and the other and me walking hand-in-hand hand with Saudi princes uh, in the garden, and they need uh, to focus on my wife's uh, hairstyle, and they need to focus on uh, whether I showed up for my military duty 30 years ago, and uh, so on. They need to focus on all of that so that you'll focus and, and read about all of that and think that that is, uh, has anything to do with anything in terms of what's going on uh, in the world. So. That's sort of what, what I'm here for. You know, this is sort of why I'm running for office. Now, um, the, the last sort of component of it is, is the financial component. I mean, as, as you're aware, uh, or may be aware, there is uh, an enormous amount of money that is required in order to run for office. Tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, as we've noted from Steve Forbes and other people, it's fairly obvious that money alone cannot buy you uh, the presidency, right? That's the mistake that people who want to make money from politics make if they think they can just run themselves without the charisma factor, the Q factor, the sort of believability factor, right? The, 
the ability to deliver the most nonsensical lines with the straightest of faces, uh, this is um, uh, this is what they don't understand, that sort of magic alchemy factor, uh, that charisma factor. They think that, uh, well, it's just like uh, I could uh, I could do Brad Pitt's movie role uh, and I would be pretty much the same, right? No, there's a real talent. There's a reason Brad Pitt gets paid like 10 or $20 million a film, uh, because he's got a lot of talent and a sort of Q factor, a likability factor, a charisma factor that makes people want to uh, see him. And it's not just because he's good-looking or whatever. I mean, there's lots of good-looking people in the universe, but uh, he has something special. And it's not recognizing that something special that makes people waste a lot of time and energy and money, of course, in the pursuit of politics. Now, people believe, for whatever reason, that I have that something special that will cause people to focus on me and will cause people uh, to, uh, to both love and hate me and to distract uh, people from uh, what's really going on in terms of getting their pockets picked. So I'm a good distraction. I'm a good sort of... Uh, uh, what is the... Um, yeah, there's this fish. I don't know what the hell the name of it is. I'm not obviously picked for my brains. Uh, but there's a fish somewhere that is, floats deep down in the Mariana Trench that hangs a little sort of glowing light over its mouth. And, of course, all the other fish sort of swim up to go, ooh, ah, the glowing light, and then, whump, you know, the big fish uh, sort of chomps them up. And I think it was in the last movie that I understood, which was um, Finding Nemo. So, um, Saving Private Nemo? No, Finding Nemo. Anyway, so uh, that's sort of my role. I'm the sort of glow to get you up and staring at me and then chomp you, you know, half your life and half your money uh, will, uh, will get eaten and uh, you'll still be dazzled by, <laughs> you know, the light that is me, I guess you could say. Of course, you know, I would have been a priest in another life, but this is the way that, uh, that I'm configured now. And so the ability or the power to, uh, to be able to um, ensure that uh, I am a sufficient distraction, both in a positive and negative way, you can hate me and they don't care, that I am a sufficient distraction uh, to allow the pillaging of your purse uh, to go on uh, unabated, uh, that's what they're paying me for. And... You may, again, in the past I would have said, you know, people have generously stepped up because they believe in my plan for America or whatever the hell I would come up with or plan for Uzbekistan or Australia or wherever the hell I'm running. They'll tell me. Uh, uh, I think tomorrow, I'm told. Um, and at the swearing-in. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where. I, it's, I assume it's an English-speaking country. I mean, unless you're reading this in subtext. No, it's got to be English-speaking. Anyway, I'm not going to run for Premier of Quebec. I'm pretty sure of that. So, uh, in the past, I would have come up here, before these full disclosure laws came along, I would have come up here and I had to say, okay, um, uh, the, the, the people have generously stepped up uh, uh, with, the, with their donations uh, because they believe in my plan for the fine country that you inhabit, and they believe in my patriotism, and they believe in my wisdom, and they believe in, in what the goals that I have set for the country, and they want me to just go right ahead and... and build that bridge to the 21st century or whatever, you know, schlockenspiel speech I come up with or phrase, you know, the thousand points of light and uh, the new world order and <laughs> damn the torpedoes. And uh, you may have thought, well, gee, I mean, he's given up uh, all of this money in the private sector and there are all these people who are giving him donations. So gosh, you know, maybe he has something that, I mean, I can't tell. I'm no political scientist, so I can't tell particularly, but uh, maybe he's got uh, something going down here that 
uh, is really worth something because people are willing to give uh, to give him money. Well, you know, just again, uh, because of full disclosure, my own fear of getting sued, uh, coupled with my still uh, rabid desire for political power, uh, I have to tell you that uh, it's 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 an investment uh, on their part, right? It's an investment on their part, and uh, let me tell you uh, that um, uh, you are uh, w- when it comes to 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 voting, like when it comes to voting, uh, as has been mentioned before in another forum. It is the suggestion box for slaves. It never actually gets opened. It's just there. But when it comes to uh, voting, it's just sort of important to understand, and we worked for a bit on this metaphor, which we feel is accurate enough not to get me sued, but so accurate that maybe you still need to fill in a few conclusions of your own. But if you go to Sotheby's or, or wherever, and you're going you're gonna to bid on something, then, uh, you know, they, they put up the painting or whatever, and, and you've got your little ping-pong paddle there with your number on it or whatever, and you end up um, uh, bidding for this thing that you want, right? So I come up and I'm the politician that you want, or I'm the party that you want, and you bid like crazy, right? And that's uh, that to me is kind of funny. Like from the standpoint of the sort of oil painting that's up on the block, uh, I have to tell you that it's quite funny uh, that I see you bidding for me because uh, as, as the oil painting that's supposedly up for sale uh, and you're feverishly voting to bid on me, uh, I have to tell you that uh, I've already been sold, right? I mean, you're absolutely bidding on an already sold item that's going to be shipped off to someone else, and this is just kind of a farce to make you feel that you're participating so that we can blame you uh, for uh, uh, being taxed, right? I mean, this is sort of what's what's important to understand. The only way that you get to the auction block if you are a politician is if you've already been bought by whoever is paying for your campaign. This is a very important thing to understand. You're bidding on something that's already sold. It's, I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of a relief to say it, right? Because it really is a big joke when we're up here watching you all uh, run your polls and, and figure out who's going to be this or who's going to be, who's going to win. Who's the, and and, and you, you all invested in it like it's got something to do with you. And I, <laughs> I mean, I tell you, it does feel like a bit of a load to get off my chest. I mean, I, I never would have done it without these laws, but... Uh, these full disclosure laws, but uh, I might as well, uh, well, I sort of have to be honest or I'm going to get sued. So um, the only reason that people are giving me uh, 500000 200000 $100,000, $50,000 to run for office is so that they have access to me after office, after I get into office, and they use that both to help sway the legislature and also just to have political connections that are whispered off so that, so that they can do things to um, uh, to move this tidal wave of money that sloshes back and forth in the government to move it their way. And they only have to adjust it a percent or two percent, and that could be billions of dollars for them. So I sort of, in, in the interest of full disclosure, I appreciate your vote. I guess it's nice that you think that I'm a nice guy and I've got a nice haircut and uh, I can uh, speak with ringing conviction about uh, nonsense syllables that are merely emotional uh, emptiness in, in form. But uh, I have to tell you, it's, uh, it's kind of ridiculous from, sort of from where I sit. It's kind of ridiculous. And so that's sort of the, the part that, um, uh, that, uh, that I had to say about that, that uh, the only pe- reason that people are giving me money for my campaign is to make 
many, many multiples. Like, you will never, ever buy a stock that is going to make you as much money as an investment, if you're a large corporation or a union, uh, as an investment in a political uh, campaign. And, of course, you know that it's not particularly, uh, it doesn't really have anything to do or even approximately anything to do with principles because, uh, well, you know, I'm, you're fairly aware, I'm sure, that most of the large corporations give to both uh, parties or all three parties. Or I, I don't even know how many parties there are because, again, I don't know exactly which country I'm ruling until we get to the whole signing ceremony tomorrow. Uh, but uh, uh, that's obviously nothing to do with principle. They're just hedging their bets, you know, the way that you'll put a spread out on the roulette table in Vegas. Uh, it's the same kind of thing. You're not sure who's going to win, but you sure know that uh, even the cost of macking three candidates uh, is uh, going to be paid over many, many, many times. And it's not just um, it's not just that they want positive uh, obligations, right? This is uh, this is something that's sort of uh, sort of important, right? I mean, uh, people give to my campaign not just because they want uh, to have access to uh, my power after I get elected, but also uh, they're deadly afraid that if they don't give me any money and then I get elected, then they're totally screwed. Uh, because then I won't even take their calls, and it will quite quickly get around that I won't take their calls. And, of course, anybody who's in a political kind of uh, business or a business associated with politics, which is just about all businesses, uh, including now we brought Microsoft into the fold, which was great. But um, uh, the, the CEO is very ra- would very rapidly uh, be, be tossed out. Right? The, the, the managers would be tossed out because they had uh, offended a political uh, leader by not contributing to his or her campaign, and so they're totally screwed. You will give a present to the local mafia godfather, even if you don't expect any favors. You just don't want your store to accidentally burn down. And if your competitor, right, it's a sort of it's a, it's a market of, of brutality, right? So your competitor might give money to my campaign, and you don't, and then he wins. Not only does he get access, but the legislation that I'm going to pass is going to be beneficial to... Uh, him and against your interests, right? So uh, this is why, uh, I mean, a a shakedown would be one way of putting it, but um, until these laws were put into place about full disclosure, um, nobody really liked to talk about it like that, right? We we like to you to worry about uh, Al-Qaeda and organized crime and teens going on bum fight wildings and crap like that. Uh, We don't want you to sort of actually look at the core of the system that's uh, uh, that's in, in place. So that's sort of why I'm uh, I have the capacity to run. I got the Q factor. Uh, people want to give me money because they're uh, they want to profit from my power, and also because they're afraid that if they don't, I'll I'll nail them. And uh, so and and basically the vote that you're going to put forward is sort of bidding on on a product that's already been sold. But uh, you know it's cute that you do it anyway. I mean, I think it's I think it's cute. I think it's uh, I think it's funny. Uh, and you know it's like it's like watching those horses that that supposedly can do math by sort of pawing on the ground. It's you know it's like silly, but it's kind of cute, right? And that's sort of what it looks like from up here when I see you all feverishly uh, voting and being positive or negative towards me. Like I'm a I'm a sort of shiny tooth, shiny head front man for um, you know the 
the people who are grabbing all of the money that's sloshing around back and forth that's kind of taken from you uh, uh, by force. Now, when I do get elected, of course, uh, there are several things that I have to go uh, through, uh, which I might as well mention now. These are going to be more brief, but uh, I have to do the whole I, I honor and respect my opponent. It's the peaceable transfer of power and so on. And then uh, what I have to do is I have to sort of, uh, I've got, you know, this hundred days and legislative agendas and so on. And so what I need to do is to start, uh, and quick, right, I need to start paying off the uh, favors of the people who gave me money to uh, pay for the advertisements, mostly attack ads, that got me elected, right? So I need to start enabling or enacting a vast amount of uh, um, uh, legislation that is going to be favorable towards the uh, the powers that uh, that got me in. Now, uh, again, sort of because of this full disclosure thing, I might as well be candid about this because I get sued if I don't, or if I'm not. Uh, it's just important to understand that uh, this is not the legislation you hear about, right? Um, there are uh, bills in the Congress or the Parliament or whatever the hell it is, wherever the hell it is that I'm going, that they sort of they're like 1,200 pages, 1,500 pages. No human being has any clue. No single human being has any clue what's in, in them. And there's stuff which can't be, uh, like, you know, like defense spending and so on, that can't be cut. Like, it's in the legislature. I mean, it's a law we passed ourselves, so of course, you know, it's like gravity. It's just a fact. And what happens is uh, the uh, the laws sort of get created, and then they get amended, and then they get amended, and then they get amended, and everybody's tacking on, right? Everybody's, you know, putting their scoop into the fish tank, so to speak, to get to get the water. And so there's this constant amendments, and these uh, bills are being persistently amended, and, and the more parasites are hanging on to the jugular of this bill, uh, literally up to, like, 20 minutes before the voting uh, begins, right? So... This is an important thing to understand, that, uh, you know, once I'm in power, you will see me signing legislation, you will see me championing uh, legislation. Um, I have no clue what's in there. Like, I really have no clue what's in there. I do know the little bit that's in there that's central to my interests as a politician, right? Or rather, that's central to the interests of the people who put me here, right? So... Uh, you know, when it comes to these massive mammoth, constantly revised, um, which uh, um, constantly revised re legislative uh, uh, laws or bills or regulations, uh, nobody ever reads them all the way through before they're passed. Because, as I said, they're being am amended and printed and all the way through the night before the morning of the uh, of the voting. And the only thing that people care about is that their own corner uh, that uh, is paying off the people who put them there. That that part. This is why you get these huge ungainly bills, which I don't think in uh, is in that little how how a bill becomes a law, the kind of sing-song thing, which you know is uh, is is highly useful for us. <laughs> you think that there's some sort of singing dancing process, but uh, it's like a swarming, right? It's like a swarming, and or like a shark attack would probably be a closer metaphor, right? That if you don't get the bite, then the bite goes to the next shark, and so you'll bite the shark, you'll bite the whoever's in the water or whatever's in the water, and it's a, it's a real frenzy, right, that goes on. And nobody has a clue about what the bill or the, the, the law represents as a whole. They, they'll know their little bit about, does it get my guy $50 million or immunity from taxes, or does it keep his offshore accounts okay, 
Uh, does it keep its capital gains or does it lower it or does it at least prevent it from being raised too high? Does it impose sanctions on his competitor, which he can wriggle out of? Does it put uh, uh, a, uh, an import duty on foreign goods so that he can raise his prices? Uh, or, you know, is it good for the union or is it whatever, right? Whoever has got the, uh, the power, right? And yeah, you're going to say, well, what about minimum wage laws and so on? Certainly the people who give you minimum wage, uh, who get paid minimum wages, aren't donating a lot. Well, sure, of course. But of course, uh, you know, minimum wage laws have nothing to do with uh, with getting money for the poor. Minimum wage laws have everything to do with uh, paying off unions, right? The unions want the minimum wage laws to go up so that there's less competition and so that they can justify their own uh, uh, raises, right? So they say, well, look, the minimum law wa wage went up. We have to go up too, right? So... All of that stuff is pushed for by unions uh, who actually do contribute money. Um, there's really not a lot that's, uh, you know, I don't get a lot of minimum wage people in my office. I, I don't think I would allow them in my office because, yeah, frankly, they kind of give me the creeps. So uh, that's sort of a thing to understand that, you know, I'm going to get out, out there and I'm going to talk about uh, what's going on in the legislature and my agenda and my, my desire to... Uh, to make the country a better place, and I'll have all these highfalutin things about making the world safe for democracy, and you know, all of the claptrap nonsense garbage that uh, spews out constantly from people like me. I mean, it comes as easy to us as breathing. I'm not saying I'm proud of it, but hey, you know, a man's got to make his living, and you know, sometimes the woman who's not too bright but with nice legs can swing a purse and make some money, uh, and you know, it's not that far off from me. I'm sort of polished, I'm sort of chatty, I'm sort of likable, uh, I'm vaguely bright, and I'm good with language. So. You know, that's my is my profession, for want of a, uh, of a better word. So, you know, that's the thing, too, that people will sort of uh, get mad uh, at me about uh, this is sort of government, right? But, of course, the government that you see uh, has uh, almost nothing to do with the government that is, right? I mean, uh, it's an important thing to understand. The, the government that you see, like you know, the people in the ministers' conferences or the, you know, the congressmen's conferences or whatever, the people that you see standing and applauding, I mean, this is just a kind of sham. Right, it's a kind of shame. We're, we're puppets, right? There's nothing to do with, uh, with the real um, thing that's going on with government, which is using the the police and the military to move massive amounts of of money uh, around the economy, right? I mean, or from one group to another group, or basically from you to us. I mean, uh, that's you know, I, I got to be frank, right? This is sort of what's going on. And so uh, you're going to get uh, all fussed about me, and of course that's the whole idea that you get fussed about me, and you don't worry about you know, the people who are actually profiting from the Federal Reserve or whoever's printing your fiat money or the international bankers. Or you you want to get focused on me and whether I mispronounce a word or whether I'm smart or not or whether I took drugs or didn't or whether I served in the military or didn't or, you know, did I draft uh, Dodge or whatever, right? I mean, that's what you want to get focused on. And really, that's sort of I'm the shiny, I'm the shiny thing that you play with and throw away in frustration uh, while uh, uh, your kidneys are removed from the back with a spoon, right? So I just sort of wanted to to point that out uh, to be clear and uh, so that's really the point of uh, of sort of what it is that I'm doing uh, I'm more than happy to be a sort of shiny front for special interests uh, it's a fun job uh, you get to travel and of course people take your photo and and people think that you're very important which is kinda cute right I mean that's it's funny but <laughs> it's cute and so I just sort of wanted to uh, to have this discussion with you uh, so that you could uh, make an informed decision, right? I mean, it's like the the Viagra commercials or whatever, uh, the the weird nile the weird purple pills that you don't know what the hell they do. Uh, I just sort of wanted to go over this uh, in the interest of full disclosure, 
uh, so that you could make an informed decision about whether or not you want to participate uh, in this um, in this kind of funny slave theater, uh, and if you don't, uh, whether or not uh, you feel that you have somehow to blame for the problems in the country uh, will of course be up to you. I, everyone can do whatever the heck they want as far as that goes, but I'm not sure that uh, it would make a whole lot of sense uh, to um, to not at least go forward uh, with the understanding of what's uh, what's really going on, uh, so that you can make uh, better decisions and have a clearer understanding of what is going on in the world around you and what politics really is all about, and that, of course, will help you uh, to uh, uh, to stay uh, to stay the course, uh, to stay with the program, and uh, we couldn't be happier about that particular outcome. Thank you so much.